Living Holistically Well with Dr. Annette West. Again, we will have a myriad of topics, interviews, and engaging words of thought to share with you this season. The purpose of this show is to help us build up our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And I just want to give a shout out to Creative Common for allowing the show the use of their jazz instrumental, Smooth Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Greetings, everyone. Yep, Dr. Annette West is here. Um, this is our 23rd episode in Living Holistically Well podcast for season three. I am sharing this on my podcast as well as sharing some insight on my YouTube channel. I think this is a great topic today and I'm presenting it based on some questions that I have received. So today's topic is holistic wellness during the COVID-19 crisis. Holistic wellness during the COVID-19 crisis. Now, this COVID-19 coronavirus has many people feeling like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Oh, my God, I got to stay stuck in the house all the time. A lot of people are getting a cabin fever, um, feeling like they're locked in. And cabin fever is, is a true statement. It's when people feel irritable. They feel listless. Um, they feel all kinds of strange symptoms that result from angriness, that results from being confined or isolated for an extended period of time. This definition initially came into being for people who stay locked in during winter seasons. But with this pandemic, excuse me, with this pandemic, it's like winter every day for some people because they can't get out. And everyone does not do well being inside for an extended period of time. So it's impacting a lot of people. I see a lot of people's posts about what they're going through, how they're feeling and things of that nature. And, you know, I just want to say, I know it's not easy. A lot of people are dealing with um, mental issues already. And so now to be locked in is not helping their process. But um, since I had some questions from people, I thought I would, um, you know, come on and share a little bit. And one thing I want to say is, if we panic about everything, then we're going to be stressed about everything. And I have chosen that I'm not, as, as a young child, I said, I can't control my conditions. So therefore, I'm not going to act out based on it. So I know this virus is certainly not good for people or, or our economy. 
And I'm seeing where even families, there are people that are connected to me. They're not, it's not my family, but still they're my family because we're in the same household of faith where um, one lady said her, her grandmother, two aunts and her mother died from coronavirus. So it's hitting some families very hard. And I've not said really anything about it. But since I was getting questions about, oh, Dr. West, you still out there. You still posting. You still seem happy. You still have joy. I want to make it clear. Uh, this COVID-19 is our enemy. There is no question about it. Coronavirus, COVID-19, it is our enemy. And it is impacting a lot of people's health, a lot of people's focus, a lot of people's finances. And so it's a natural reaction for people to become fearful. It's, it's natural for people. But we have to choose that we are not going to allow this to control our every thought. So, yes, I am following the doctors, the experts who talk about the virus. I am following their insight. Um, because if you listen to what all of these people are saying, people who don't have a scientific background, people who don't have medical background, if you listen to them, you're going to wind up going loco. You're going to be crazy because it's going to be so much stuff coming towards you. But based on the questions to me, I have chosen to stay positive. I have chosen to stay joyful in the midst of what's going on. And so I thought today I would just share with you some things that I believe can empower you to stay focused also in the midst of the storm, this COVID-19 pandemic. And the first thing I want to say to you is put on your brakes, stay calm. In a crisis, you need to know how to stay calm because if not, your mind going to be all over the place. Listen. It's normal to panic, but we can choose and we can control our efforts, our action, our thought processes. We have the choice to choose how we are going to respond to situations. So for me personally, when I when something hits me that's hard, I have learned how to reflect inward. And so I just look at it first. And as I look at it, and it could be really, really bad, I'll say to myself, oh, this is not good. Or I might even say it out loud. Mm -mm, this is not good. Okay, Lord, help me help my focus right now. Help me to keep my focus postured correctly as I have to deal with this situation. So we have to learn how to shut off the noise, shut off the distractions, shut off all the conversations that people are having. And we have to learn how to drastically reduce the information that we are taking in about, yeah, about this virus. We do need to know some things, but we don't need to know something from everybody. <laughs> you need to select a few places, a few experts you're going to get your information from and stop running all over these places and having all of these conversations with other people. Another thing I would say is don't be obsessed. 
Don't be obsessed. There are some people that are so in tune to the television and what's going on and social media and comment on everybody's everything. I know this is something that can fill your time, but I'm sure that there are some other things that you can find to fill your time. So I would encourage you to find something else to do so that you won't be caught up and obsessed with all of these conversations and everything. Because you already seen some of the counsel that's coming forward is not wise. And there are some people who are not wise that have been taking unwise counsel and having serious medical issues to arise. So just be mindful of that. Another thing that I would say that is very important is just let it, let it go. What you can't do, what you can't fix, let it go. You can't control where the coronavirus is going to. All you can do is be suited up when you leave home. And I know there are some people that are not suited up. They're not, you know, taking gloves when they go in the stores. You know, they're not sanitizing things down. They're not wearing masks. Um, I want to be wise. And I know that there are some people who have said things like, well, I trust God. Listen, let me tell you. I'm one of the biggest trusters of God, but God tells us to be wise. God does not tell us to be fools. And yes, I trust God. I have faith in God. I believe God's going to get me through this. But guess what? I still have to be wise. I still have to use wise counsel. I have to use wisdom in how I engage things. So if I listen to the medical experts, I'll do the right things. And I'm still trusting God. So, you know, I don't know who has the virus and who doesn't have the virus. So when I go out of my home, I'm leaving my home thinking I don't have the virus. And when I leave, I am also thinking when I return, I don't want to have the virus. So when I have to go out, I'm going to suit up the correct way. I was standing in the, in the store and the lady, she's six feet in front of me. She has no mask on, no gloves, no nothing. Hey! That's her world. But don't turn around and make a comment about me because I am suited up to the cashier. Listen, I ain't even respond to her. I just prayed. I said, Lord, you, you touch the foolishness. Touch the foolish people of the world. You know, touch them. I don't want her to catch the coronavirus because she got an attitude. So I just prayed for her. And when I got to the register, the, the cashier, she didn't have a mask on. And I said, do you have a mask? And she was like, yeah, I wore one to work. And I was like, well, why don't you have one on? She said, well, our um, our corporate head has said um, we don't want to scare the customers. So we're not to wear masks. See, just foolish things like this are creating major issues. But we have to know how, you know, to let it to let it go. You know, this this thing about the toilet paper. People got to have toilet paper. Listen, we as Americans, we are really spoiled people. We got our minds on folks, focus on some stuff that should not even be the priority. Okay. And one of my African friends said to me, quote, why are Americans obsessed with toilet paper? This is something I never knew existed until I came to America. Hey, I guess it's because that's just what we know. That's what we've been exposed to. But I can recall a time when I was growing up, was in a little house, eight people 
one small bathroom. Listen, there were some days, and I'm just being honest, there were some days that your bathroom was the backyard, okay? I ain't even talking about a pot being there. Your bathroom was the backyard because that was the only place for you to go. Your toilet paper was grab that newspaper or that magazine and grab some pages off of it and take it out and handle your business. And just when you come back in, stop at the sink and wash your hands down real good. That 20 seconds that they're talking about, mm -mm, maybe a minute or two during that time. So, you know, we are obsessed about stuff that, yeah, we want it. We can use it. But is it our priority? Sometimes people just got the wrong thing uh, that they focus on. Who goes to the store and buys up all of the toilet paper and you ain't got no food? You know, just people just don't even think about it. But anyway, I just want to give y'all a little laughter. Little joy. Keep the joy. Keep the focus. Um, another thing I want to talk about is we need to make sure that we are <laughs> nourishing our bodies. We have to make sure that we are intaking the right foods. Um, a lot of people are focused on comfort foods. I'm at home. I'm not used to being home all the time. See, it really hasn't bothered me because of being home because I work from home anyway. I'm always on the computer anyway. So as far as the work I do, it hasn't changed. What has changed for me is the ability to just decide to call somebody up and say, hey, let's meet for a lunch date. Let's uh, get together for prayer or something like that. Those are the things that I can't do physically. But, you know, hey, we can have a meal over um, over Zoom. We can have a, a meal over Skype. You know, we can have a meal across social media. So there are ways, you know, to work with it. But if we're not careful, we will just sit in and enjoy all of the things that they call comfort foods. Okay, we haven't been able to bake in a while. So we in the kitchen baking biscuits, baking rolls, you know, baking cake, baking cookies, baking this, baking all these sweet things, right? And guess what? Sugar is an enemy of your body. So sugar says, oh, yay, I'm getting a whole lot of space in this body. And before you know it, your, your, your belly getting bigger and bigger. You're starting to pick up um, unnecessary weight. So we have to be careful about what we're taking into our bodies and nourishing our bodies in this season. Because remember I said, it's all about holistic wellness. How are we taking care of our mind, body, and our spirit? So we need to focus on more, more wholesome foods like fruits and vegetables to nourish your body. There are some days where I'm not hungry at all, but I still know that I need to intake something. So what I've decided to do is go ahead and fix that smoothie and make sure that I put three fruits in it because I'm not going to eat any fruits today during any other time during the day and at least two vegetables in it. Now, we'll eat a salad or something later. So I'm going to put three fruits and two um, vegetables in my smoothie. And I'm going to put a serving of protein in it. And I'm going to add eight ounces of ice to it so that when I finish, I have a 16 ounce drink. And so for me, that's how I am getting a lot of my uh, fruit and vegetables in. But I have to be intentional about that. So nourish your body. I'm getting my water intake in. I have my beautiful Christmas cup that somebody blessed me with. So I had a 16-ounce cup of fresh 
ginger tea. I did have a 12 ounce cup of decaf coffee this morning, but sometimes I'd like a regular cup of coffee, but I'm trying my best to go with decaf. And um, so I've had that. So I'm going to end my day with like 80 ounces total of liquid. I'm going to have another cup of tea at, a, at another point because when you drink tea, light tea, especially, um, that liquid is water intake. So this was 16 ounces of water and some nutritional ginger in my system. So we can find ways um, to get it. And if I want to sweeten my um, ginger, I use organic um, brown sugar stevia, brown sugar stevia as, as my sweetener. On occasion, I do have a little extra sweetness that I want. And on those time, times, I'll add a teaspoon of honey to it. But um, we have to... Um, Ensure that our bodies are being nourished the correct way. I've been a little lax in my exercise, so I'm going to get back to that exercising in the house at least three days and getting out and getting my walks in. So make sure, and, and also for me, I have a garden, so I have vegetables in my garden, so I can just go to my garden and get the amount of vegetables that I want for whatever I'm doing in this season. And so I'll be freezing and packaging a lot of stuff during this season so that in the fall and the winter, I will have vegetables in my freezer that came from my garden. So maybe you don't have a garden, but maybe you have a local farm that's um, preparing boxes that you can pick up. Get you a box every week or every two weeks or something like that. Also, if I need to go to the store and get some fruit, I get enough fruit to last me at least a week and a half. If I can, maybe two weeks, depending on what the fruit is, some of the fruits, I will break it down and package it into servings and put it in the freezer so that when I'm ready to make my smoothie, I can pull out the, the fruit that I want. So those are the kind of things that we can do. And, we, and also um, purchase some, if you can have nuts, purchase some nuts, purchase some seeds, purchase some whole grains. And if you need some fats, get some healthy fats. Find some things that will last a good amount of time, usually a week or longer when you purchase it. Another thing that, that we need to do every day, we need to get fresh air. One of my friends, she is on like a five acres. She and her husband just walk around their acreage a couple of times a day. And they get their walking in. They get the air. They get their vitamin D. So we need to make sure that we're getting our vitamin D. Go out. Even if you can't walk, go outside, sit on your porch, enjoy the rays from the sun. If you're healthy and you can do a lot of moving, movement, get out. Exercise. I, I try to walk no less than about four to five days a week, three to five miles, depending on how I'm feeling. Well, I don't have my mask on when I walk, but I have my mask on me so that if I see anybody that's down there, I put my mask on before they even get anywhere near me. And I keep my mask on for a good while after. Sometimes it's hard with that mask because, you know, you just start, I still start feeling a little claustrophobic. But I, if I'm in a space with other people, I don't have no choice but to keep it on because I'm going to do what I believe is best for me. And I'm going to do the six foot um, distancing, social distancing 
I'm going to do that. Um, the next thing is make sure you get in that fresh air, but make sure you're moving your body. We need to stay active. My son and his family, they are riding bikes together. You know, they're walking together. They're playing outside games together. They're creating health challenges. Um, they're being creative, whether they are indoors or outdoors. And look, physical activity can improve our mood. It can improve our mindset. It can improve our overall health. So I just want you to be mindful of that. And then uh, just a couple of more things. Stay positive. Choose to keep your joy in the midst of what's going on. It's not always easy to focus on the positive when the negative is right there, boom, in your face. But we can reprocess our thoughts. Maybe what you need to do is look in your community right now and see what place needs help and see if you can volunteer your help there. See if there's a senior near you or that you know that you can help. I'm calling my seniors. I'm asking them if they need anything. Most of them don't. But if they tell me they do, I write it down. I say, okay, when I go to the store, I'm going to see if I can get that for you. One senior needed toilet paper and um, and one and wanted to say, I really need toilet paper, but I'll, if I can get some paper towels, that would be good. So when I went in the store and they said, well, you can get one of each. Guess what? The one of each I got was for her. I didn't... I, I, I didn't need anything for myself. So there's no need for me to go in the store and purchase something that I'm not in need of. Not to just say I'm building up, building up, building up. I'm going to trust the system that the things that I need are going to be in place when I need them. But as for staying positive, help somebody. See if a local business is in need of assistance. Phone a friend. They should say phone a friend. Phone a friend you haven't spoken to in a while. I've gotten some great calls from some people that I haven't spoken to in maybe six months, a year, or something like that. I appreciated those calls. I appreciated those conversations. And I'm working to do the same with some other people do. Just call someone to say, I'm just checking up on. Check in on your family. Have a Zoom meeting. Have a Skype meeting. Focus on some things that you've been all that you've been wanting to do, but you didn't have the time to do it. And now you got the time to do it. For those of us who are now working from home, guess what? My husband's working from home. On his breaks, he's doing something in the yard. You know, on his lunch, he's doing something. He's working on some projects that he was thinking about doing that he had on his to-do list. And now he's gradually working on those things in between doing what he needs to do for his job. So you didn't have the time before. Most of us can't complain that we don't have the time now. So do something. Be productive. I, I was making masks. I'm not still making masks, but I've been making masks. I've made masks and I've sold masks. But then I've also given some masks to some people that I know couldn't afford them. So, you know, somebody was saying, well, you shouldn't be charging to make masks. That's a lot of people. That's income. You do understand business and income. Right. And the Lord didn't say everything you do. You got to give it all away. He didn't say that. But I can tell you, if you want to make some masks, you got a machine and you want to make some masks and you want to give them away. 
um, Michael's Michael's store has packages that you can go and get if you want to do something free. And they'll give you the materials. And then you just go to your machine and you create them and then they're going to be donated. So there are, there are many ways of things that we can do. And I think the, um, the last thing I really want to talk about is needed rest. Needed rest. Since many more people are working from home or they have um, time adjustments in their jobs, children are being homeschooled. Everybody needs to try to work to keep the same sleep pattern. Because sleep is needed and it, it helps our body to repair and heal from stressors impacted upon our bodies through the day, through the day. And we're supposed to work towards seven hours of keeping our eyes shut. That's tough for me sometimes, but I am doing my best. And so I want to, you know, encourage you. I thank you for listening to this. And I hope you share this with someone else and just let everybody know. This too shall pass when we don't know. God didn't create it, but I believe God will get us through this. He's watching. He's watching to see how we're going to handle things. He's watching to see how we're going to stay focused or not. He's going to watching to see you know, is our faith intact? Are we building our faith up or is our faith dissipating through this? So I want you to be encouraged and don't allow the COVID-19 to stress you out. Thanks for tuning in. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on your favorite platform so you will receive notifications for this show. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join the mailing list at drannettewestministries.org. And while there, check out what's going on in our world. Also, purchase a copy of Dr. West's newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit on DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org and Amazon. Don't forget to follow Dr. West on social media. Mm.